This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of 1 John. Listen to me. You and I don't need to be preoccupied with who that final antichrist is. What he tells us in this passage is that the world is full of antichrist right now. Men and women who deny that Jesus is the Messiah, the anointed one, the only way to be saved, redeemed. And we need to remember that those men and women who today are antichrists actually are not our enemies. There is only one way to obtain salvation and eternal life, and that is through the door who is Jesus. Pastor Robert teaches us in today's message from 1 John that anyone who denies that Jesus is the way to the Father has the spirit of the Antichrist. Pastor Robert reminds us that these people are not enemies, but they are folks that need the gospel. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with part five of today's message in the book of 1 John, chapter 2. But I would go home every night, sit in the middle of my floor, open my Bible, and the first thing I did was ditch all of my other music because I realized I was I was pouring garbage into my mind. I didn't want to pour garbage into my mind anymore, so I I got rid of all of that, and I went to a store and just bought every contemporary Christian music thing I could find, and which wasn't much back then. But every night I would put on some contemporary Christian music, open my Bible, and just cry out to God, fill me with your spirit. I want everything you have. I don't want to miss anything. And I was agonizing over it, you know, like over, over a week went by. And one night I was there, and I was literally weeping. I was frustrated because nothing was happening. And as I, as I just crying out to God, I heard that little quiet, you know, thought, voice of the Holy Spirit in my thoughts. It's like, I did. I'm like, no, you didn't. Nothing happened. I'm, I need you to fill me. I see, I was expecting that like the guys I see in the Bible, I was going to immediately start speaking in tongues and prophesying, you know? Like I'd float up off the floor, you know, with prophecy coming out of my mouth, speaking in tongues, and nothing like that was happening. And the Lord said, how did you receive the salvation that I gave you? By faith. Exactly. You asked me. I filled you. We're done here. Wow, really? No. And I realized I was expecting a physical experience. I was expecting something that I could like hang my hat on, you know, like I would start speaking in tongues. All these things would would start happening. And the Lord showed me, yeah, you were focused on 
some physical, tangible experience, but I did what you asked me to do. Trust me. And I said, okay. I guess I'm full of the Holy Spirit now. Now, like we've already established, I realized it wasn't a one-shot deal. You know, I, I need to be continually being filled with the Holy Spirit. That's what the Bible says. Be being filled with the Holy Spirit continually. But if you ask him, he will. You can trust him to do that. Because he wants you full, empowered by him as you go out into this world. He makes us light in this dark place. He makes us into salt, preservative life in this dead world. We can trust that he won't deny us, he won't let us down, that he will give us what we ask for when we're asking to be full of him. Hebrews 13.8 tells us Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried about with various and strange doctrines, for it is good that the heart be established by grace, not with foods which have not profited those who've been occupied with them. Now, as he wrote this, he was writing to Jewish believers, and they were talking about returning to the law and eating kosher, and it was a completely different context, but hear me on this. You and I need to come to grips with the fact that being filled with the Holy Spirit, being baptized with the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues, praying for people to be healed, expecting God to speak prophetically through us, these are not strange doctrines. These are biblical doctrines. Nothing's changed in 2,000 years. Now, we need to also recognize that people take this stuff and run with it and do all kind of weird things in the name of Jesus. Well, that doesn't mean that we should stop expecting God to work in into our lives. Just don't be a weirdo. Do you see what I'm saying? I mean, if, you've, if other people have done these crazy weird things that freaked you out, well, just don't be that guy. I don't want to be that guy. So don't be that guy. Let's don't be that guy. But let's be open to whatever our Father wants to do in and through us. Amen? Because the power of Almighty God hasn't diminished. The power of Almighty God hasn't changed. And the fact that he uses messed up, imperfect men and women to accomplish his will and to express his power, that hasn't changed. The Bible tells us plainly, one of, the, one of the men most powerfully used by God in all of human history, apart from Jesus Christ, the prophet Elijah, right? And the Bible tells us he was a man just like us. He was human. He was just like you and me. It was Almighty God who did the work. Almighty God working through him. He wants you to be filled to overflowing with his spirit. And like everything else, we receive it by faith. Fourth and final point, as we bring it to a conclusion, is found in verse 22. Who is a liar but he who denies that Jesus is the Christ? He is antichrist who denies the Father and the Son. Whoever denies the Son does not have the Father either. He who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. Listen to me. You and I don't need to be preoccupied with who that final antichrist is. What he tells us in this passage is that the world is full of antichrists right now. Men and women who deny that Jesus is the Messiah, the anointed one, the only way to be saved, redeemed. And we need to remember that 
Those men and women who today are antichrists actually are not our enemies. In the same way that Saul of Tarsus was actually not the enemy of the church, even though he lived in enmity against the church, God intended to rescue him and redeem him. And there are people right now whom we we might view them as the enemy. In fact, they're being victimized by the enemy and we need to pray for their rescue. Even though they oppose Jesus today, they may be a brother or sister in Christ tomorrow. And if you've never acknowledged Jesus as your Christ, as your chosen one, which is what that word means, this is your opportunity to do that. As we close today, 1 John chapter 5, verse 12 says, he who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. These things I've written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. You see, one of the most, I believe, one of the most often, most commonly misunderstood principles of Scripture is this one right here. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. Your Father in heaven loves you enough to die for you. Love requires freedom of choice. He leaves with human beings the freedom to say no, the freedom to choose an existence that's devoid of spiritual life, an existence wherein you remain the God of your own circumstances. You're the one choosing everything. You choose where you're gonna live, where you're gonna work, what your activities are gonna be. You plot your own course. He offers to be your guide. He offers to be the God of your life, to lead you in all of those decisions, in all of those circumstances. If you say yes to that offer, then he puts his spirit inside you and makes you alive. And so, whether it's on this side of the curtain or on the other side of the curtain, you're alive. You're part of his family. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. And in that moment of transition from this world to the next, you won't magically receive life. You'll continue in that spiritual death for the rest of eternity. So my prayer is that if you need to turn to him today, that you'll do so now. Main Thing Radio is the daily radio ministry of Robert Fountain, senior pastor of Calvary Chapel in Miami Beach, Florida. Robert is currently teaching through the book of 1 John. As Pastor Robert teaches through this book, we'll learn that by simply confessing our sins yields a promise from God. If we confess, He promises to cleanse us completely. This is just one of many truths we'll learn in 1 John. Now here's Tracy with some information about how you can connect with us online. Most of us use Facebook and Twitter at least once a day. Please check out our Facebook and Twitter page. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the links. You can find information on everything that's happening at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Again, to like our Facebook page and subscribe to our Twitter feed, log on to MainThingRadio.com. 
Thanks for that information, Tracy. We do encourage you to visit MainThingRadio.com for all of our social media links. We'd like to ask that you prayerfully consider making a secure donation. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. And don't forget to join us again, same time, same place, as Pastor Robert continues teaching through the book of 1 John, right here on Main Thing Radio.